welcome to Inside the Mind of, a podcast where I dive deeper into the minds of some of my favorite people and people who inspire me in the wrestling community. Join with me today. She is a writer and editor on Nerds and Beyond, writer for Body Slam Net, co-creator of Romanticized Wrestling, one half of Tag Talk on Fightful Overbooked, Miss Haley Ann. That was perfect. You touched on everything. <laughs> Listen, it helps when people have it in their bios. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I, yeah, I have everything. I'm pretty sure. But and if you didn't, great. then I, I creeped. <laughs> oh, I love a good creep. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you, dear? Oh, I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy we finally set this up. Lots of um, hyping each other up on Twitter. Women supporting women. Oh yeah, the the hashtag. Um, uh, what, what is it? Fine women of wrestling or whatever. Oh, yep. listen, I was hyping you up. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, I love the ladies. Uh, you know, same. So <laughs> I, anytime I see a hashtag, I'm like, you know what? Yes, women. Let's go support. Love you all. You're all beautiful. You're all gorgeous. And then when people start hyping me up, I'm like, oh no, please don't. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, mm, maybe like, let's not. <laughs> I'm like, mm, maybe I shouldn't post pictures that I was expecting nobody to see. <laughs> me. <laughs> like that last one I did, I was like, ooh, maybe this isn't for the Twitters. Well, that was spicy. I loved it. It was great. I was Thank like, you. yep, yep. Honestly, you were inspiring me. I was like, maybe I should, but. Honestly, uh, when you're alone in your hotel room in Vegas for Money in the Bank, you do what you gotta do, you know? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Or on Twitter. <laughs> I was gonna say, don't I fucking know it in more ways than one. <laughs> so, for this, uh, we're just gonna talk, I'm just gonna ask you some questions about your podcasting life and journey, and then just... Questions about you and get to know you, because I don't know how open you are. Um, oh, I'm an open book. You can literally ask me anything. <laughs> then there we go. So we'll start with a nice simple one. Um, like like I said, like I ran down your resume basically in the beginning. Uh, how did you get your start into this crazy podcasting world? Uh, well, I do entertainment journalism as a day job, and I've always watched wrestling um, growing up, I was a big wrestling fan. My dad and I watched together. Um, and I was starting to feel, like, really unfulfilled in what I was doing. I was like, you know, maybe I just need, like, some redirection. Burnout was real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I was like, you know, I kind of want to try something different. So I took some time off, and I really started watching wrestling again. I was deep in AEW at this point because, like, where CM Punk goes, I go. <laughs> So, uh, so I was deep in AW at this point. And I was like, you know, like maybe I should combine like my love of wrestling and my love of writing and get into it that way. And so I applied to some places. Understandably, they didn't want me because I didn't have a ton of wrestling journalism experience mm -hmm. at the time. Um, but I got in with Body Slam and I had a show over there with. Kylie, my co-host for Tag Talk, and uh, Jay Shell Nicole, and yeah, that's kind of how that started, and then it spiraled into Fightful and what we do now. So. <laughs> but I love that though. You took your love of journalism and writing, and then your love of wrestling, and just basically said, "I'm just gonna mush these together and create what I want to do." and like I said, you are very successful and w very much, like, everywhere, and I love that for you. Girl boss energy, let's go. Listen, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, my ego is so fragile, so when people are nice to me, I'm like, wow. <laughs> I am the same way. I'm like, um, I'm like, people are nice? Oh, no. Well, I do. But yeah, like, and I noticed too, like, there aren't a ton of, I mean, there are now. I feel like there are a lot more women coming up in the wrestling podcast space. But like, yeah. at the time, like, maybe I was just unaware, but I felt like there wasn't, there wasn't a ton 
happening. So I was like, let me let me get into this, you know? You, I just had this conversation the other day. Um, it's like, I started podcasting in 2019? 2020? I don't even remember anymore. But I was a part of a show that was all men. Mm-hmm. And then I went and started this. So I completely understand like there is a very much lack of women in podcasting specifically for wrestling podcasting and now I see so many women doing this I'm like yes finally we're all here we're alive like we're our own entity now yeah and you know there was a there was a little bit of time a couple of months ago where I was kind of gonna hang it up I was like maybe this is just not working. I had another show on Fightful, Demo Divas. And I was like, maybe it's just time for me to like, <laughs> like put on my boots and like get out of here. Like, you know, but then the person that I was dating at the time, um, he is also kind of in this space. Mm-hmm. He really encouraged me to keep going. And uh, Kylie and I, that's without his encouragement, like, Kylie and I wouldn't have started, um, Tag Talk, so, yeah, I owe a lot of that to a lot of people. And it's good to have a nice core support system, whether that be Kylie, uh, your ex, uh, just anyone. (laughs) Even, even at that time, it was good to have him. Well, yeah, and I feel like a lot of people in this space, like, I feel like for us, like, you just see us, like, on a screen or, like, our writing or whatever we do. Mm-hmm. But, like, we are people behind the scenes, and I feel like sometimes people forget that, and they really take it out on us <laughs> specifically. Um, and I feel like it's the same for wrestlers as well, but, you know, I've really had to, like, toughen up because <laughs> people are ruthless. Oh, my God, people are terrible. It's, like, uh, so every show I do... I always have, like, the crisis text line and, like, the suicide prevention lifeline on screen, and it's in, like, the top thing in the description every time. Because that's the thing. Like, people are just like, oh, they're on a screen. They're on the TV. They're not real people. News fucking flash. We are. We have feelings. Your words hurt, whether you think they do or not. Like, did did people grow up, like, learning not to bully, and then here comes everybody in waves just bullying each other i don't get it yeah and i feel like the iwc um specifically is horrible i i have all my quality filters on on all my social media if it's not um my twitter everything is locked like i just like to stay in my own little bubble and maybe that's like bad but (laughs) no i don't think that's bad you sometimes you have to protect like that's why a lot of people like delete their twitters because it's such a toxic place so they said you know what i'm done i can't do this so i don't think there's anything wrong with protecting yourself no 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 mental health over physical health and everyone else that's what i think 100 percent, i agree (laughs) so so you've been in this podcasting world for a few years uh do you have a favorite episode you have done whether that be on tag talk with kylie or just you guest starring on another podcast any any favorite episodes that jump to you you know um on demo divas it was kind of a show for the me jay shell and kylie to um because we're in the female demographic and we really just wanted to discuss women's wrestling so that was kind of our platform to do that at Fightful Overbooked um but we did an episode on the AEW um, women's division and the state of it at the time and we basically just aired out all of our frustrations and grievances um and it did very well we weren't expecting that and honestly it's something that I'm still proud of to this day um it was like a standalone episode we hadn't done anything like that before but we we really <laughs> went in, but but in a good way. Like, and I feel like since then, you know, a lot of things have changed. So, I'm not saying that Tony Khan listens to us, but you know, I mean, Tony Khan's got ears everywhere, so I wouldn't really be surprised. And 
that is something that a lot of people bring up, especially like in the beginning was AEW's women's division. So the fact that people dedicated specific episodes of their podcasts or just topics, like I know, uh, like you guys did it. I feel like there's been a few episodes of other shows I listened to that kind of just took time, broke down the division and said, here's what we think could be better and like what's not going right. And honestly, good for you guys. Like you're not kissing Tony Khan's ass. You're, I feel, I feel like it's people nowadays, it's like you're AEW, you're WWE, you're not allowed to be both, which is stupid. Because I'm both, and I don't care. I understand. Like, uh, uh, people There's content out there for everybody, and, you know, people harp on Kylie and I sometimes, because on Tag Talk, we're notably, like, not as positive when it comes to WWE, but, look, we're gonna be honest, when things are good, we note that. When things are bad, we note that. And I'm sorry that, like, nine times out of ten, like, they just can't handle their tag division or the women's division. That's not my problem. <laughs> no, you're right, though. I mean, hopefully, hopefully with Triple H in charge now, especially everything after SummerSlam. Yeah. Oh, I mean, tears. How are you going to start? I <laughs> and so, like, I went to SummerSlam last year. I think I chose the oh. wrong one to go to. Like, I'm saying, I, maybe I should have went. Like, like, what is this? I'm mad. I'm mad that, like, I mean, yeah, I got to see, like, Brock return and Becky, but Dakota and EO? Yeah. And Edge? Not, it's not fair. And the ring just, like, floating in the air <laughs> from a tractor from Brock Lesnar. Oh, and then Roman just falling out like a cartoon character. It's the <laughs> funniest thing. It's like, ugh. So, I agree. Like, when things are good, they're good. When things are bad, they're bad. I shit on both companies because they both yeah. are terrible in a lot yeah. of different ways. Yeah, I don't I don't shill for anybody. No matter what people think, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> the only person I will die on any hill for is Rhea Ripley and Adam Cole. Me. <laughs> Literally me. Like, there's a little, like, little Adams right here. He's always just vibing. He's not in a corner as people think he is. There's not a corner there. <laughs> I have I have a little like wrestle buddy somewhere that I usually have with me when I record shows, but I don't know where he is. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my only little wrestling thing here right now. It's just well, I'm cool. He's always he's always there, just watching the shows. He's my guardian. Yes, <laughs> he should be the co-host. He's my unofficial co-host. Has been from the jump. Good job, buddy. He's a great co-host. <laughs> he is. He doesn't talk. He just lets me do all the talking. The best kind of man. <laughs> That's literally what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> See, same wavelength. I love this. This is great. So, with everything you have done... Any unexpected moments that happened that either, like, caught you off guard, made you, like, bust out into laughter, into tears, like, something that, like, completely shook you to your core? Anything that you can remember? In my career? Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I would say, I don't know, Kylie and I... So we both have ADHD. <laughs> so like sometimes when we're recording, like we'll just we'll say something, and usually it's like Kenny Omega related or like the Elite related, <laughs> and it has nothing to do with the topic. But then we go on a tangent for like thirty minutes, and it's and we just bust out la into laughter, like it's bad. Um, but I would say, uh, honestly, getting my position at Fightful, like because Fightful is a place that I've always wanted to work. Mm -hmm. um, and I admire so many people there, and, you know, Jeremy Lambert, <laughs> goat of headlines over there, um, he's basically my mentor, and I, I wouldn't be at Fightful if it wasn't for him, so I would say that. Um, the day I got that opportunity, I screamed. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> Especially if that's a place you wanted to go and wanted to work at, like, getting that opportunity, I'd be jumping off the roof, like... <laughs> And I haven't been at this long. Um, it's been a little less than a year, I think. 
Wow. So to have that opportunity, like, I want to say like five or six months in, I was like, I don't deserve this. (laughs) No, no. Do not, do not put yourself down like that. You definitely deserve this. They clearly saw something in you. Please don't cry. No. I'm a, I'm a, I'm like a, if I see you cry, I cry type of person, so please do not cry. Okay, no tears. No tears for me, I won't cry. No tears. I have too many shows I cry on, so I would prefer not to cry anymore. I won't make you cry, I promise. Oh, it's okay. If I end up crying, so be it. Whatever. It happens. Greatest therapy session. Yeah. I, I I have come to realize that these podcasts or just like talking with other people on Zoom, like seeing them, has really become like a nice therapy session without it being like my friends now are my therapists and they have to deal with me. So sorry guys. I felt that. <laughs> so <laughs> besides everything you do with the little spare time you probably have, do you have other hobbies that you like to do? I, I'm a big reader. I okay. love to read. Um, and that maybe that comes with like <laughs> writing as a job. But I have an entire bookshelf that's next to me that obviously you can't see. But I just, it's like filled with probably a hundred books. Wow. <laughs> so I love to read. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm a big reader as well. So like I feel that in my soul. What are your like favorite genres? Um, so I really like... Uh, like mystery type books or like thrillers Uh, that's like I like when I have to like think about it there's one book I can't remember what it is anymore I read it a few years ago Um, god it's gonna bother me now it was it ended up being like a movie too but it was it was about like this girl and she like witnesses her mom get murdered or something but like her brother is like the suspect I have, like, the vaguest memory of this, and I don't even think I have the book anymore, but it was one of, I think it was my sister's book, and I, like, stole it and read it, and I think she took it back, but stuff like that, because it ends up, like, not being her brother, and, spoiler, I can't even think of the book, so nobody's gonna know what I'm talking about anyways, but it's stuff like that, and I actually, as, even though it's, like, a young adult novel, I started the Crank series, which is about this woman so the lady who wrote it it was an experience about her daughter and her slow start in addiction to cocaine and it's so interesting to like read and there's like 10 books in this series and there's so many and a lot of them are like written like in a spiral and like written different ways and like they they spell out different things on the pages that's another thing that gets me if you do something creative with how you write i'm in 100 percent. oh 100 percent. i feel like that would make my adhd go crazy but i'm interested i kind of want to read this now i had so i've only read the first one so far highly recommend it's a like 400 some pages it's a thick book adding it to my notes <laughs> what about you what, do, what do you like to read with your 100 books over there i'm a big like memoir person i also love like young adult things mm-hmm. i mean i mean i mean hello hello my two favorite things in the entire world um but i love like young adult novels have you have you heard of daisy jones and the six i feel like i have heard that i don't think i've read it but i feel like i know somebody who has it's a great book it's set in like the 70s and it's like a rock band and it's told like in an interview perspective from like the band Ooh, okay. um and there's like a girl daisy jones um she's kind of like out on her own but then she gets like paired with this band it's it's such a great book and they're making it into a series on amazon i'm so excited (laughs) so excited and listen like i'm 26 and i'm still a sucker for young adult novels some of them are so good like i'm also like i'm i read too many books at one time and then like i get I'm just all over the place with them. I also started reading, it's like Stalking Jack the Ripper series. And so, like, the first one's that. And then there's, like, one about Dracula. And then they're so good. Because it's, like, set in that time and the descriptions and the words they use. Like, I was, I felt like I was there. 
I need to get into this. Jack the Ripper is one of the cases that I've followed for such a long time. I would enjoy that. Honestly, I'm a big, like, true crime person, too, so... Haley, are we just, like, bonding here? Is, is this is this are. what I'm noticing? I think so. I don't think this is an interview. I think this is just, like, a bonding experience. This is just hanging out at this point. 100%. I love it. That's, that's why I try and do it with this. Especially, like, because, like, you briefly brought up, like, you don't really do interviews anymore, which I 100% understand. So, the fact that you even said yes, and hopefully this is like a good experience so far and we're just hanging out and then I occasionally throw a question at you like I love it honestly this is really cool and I think you're a cool gal and I was I'm happy I did this I'm so happy and then I can't wait to have Kylie on like so her episode's coming out like two weeks after yours so the fact that I got both of you and they're gonna come out like one after another I count it as a win for me <laughs> Give me a dub for myself. Thank you. We love it. No L's here. No. No more L's. We've taken too many L's this year. Chocos and dubs. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one question I always ask, like, okay, I ask all these questions to everybody, but this is one I always like hearing the answer to. Uh, do you remember, like, the table for three thing they have on, on the network? So, it's kind of like that, except you and three other wrestlers, and they can either be dead or alive. So, you get to pick your three. Who are you picking and why? Oh, God. That's so hard. And, like, I would pick tag teams, but counting them as one would not be fair. So, I'm gonna- I'll do singles. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna say Kenny Omega- Bret Hart and Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus because she was the woman that got me into um, wrestling as a kid and women's wrestling and she was my awakening as a child. Wow. <laughs> so Trish Stratus a hundred percent. Bret Hart, I mean he's a legend. Like I just I, I love Bret Hart. Um, and Kenny Omega I can't say enough good things about Kenny Omega. I love that man so much. <laughs> and, like, I'm going to All Out. Um, okay. As soon as, like, there was, like, tea that, like, he may show up there, I was like, I'm buying tickets. I have to go. And I'm probably going to cry. So, yeah, he's my favorite um, wrestler um, of, like, the modern era, I would say. So, definitely those three. Okay. Uh, I feel you on the Trish thing. I was more of a Lita girl, and that kind of inspired my bi awakening. So, like, I'm on. I love that. <laughs> team Bestie. Look at us. L- literally, Team Bestie. That's us now. I'm sorry, Kylie. <laughs> I'm taking her for a little bit. You can have her back, but I'm taking her for this hour <laughs> and some change. I'm taking her. <laughs> Kylie's gonna watch this and oh be like, goodness. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> she probably will. <laughs> So I'll have to apologize to her in advance when I interview her in a few days. <laughs> I think I'm sorry, Haley and I were just like having a great time bonding. I, we might be best friends now. I don't know what to tell you. If she's allowed to have more best friends than me, I'm allowed to have more best friends than her. That's fair. Equality. We love it. <laughs> we love to see it. <laughs> Oh. oh, fuck. That's so funny. <laughs> so, do you have any advice for anyone listening, whether that's your professional life, writing, podcasting, etc., or just personal? Ed- give me any advice you want to give to the people watching or listening. <laughs> I don't know if people want to take advice from me. <laughs> I can't even take my own advice half the time. I'm the same one. Well, people come to me as, like, their therapist, and I give out such great advice, but then, like, when it comes time for me to listen to myself, I'm like, mm, suddenly I can't read. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, I, these are just letters. I'm the same one. Advice? What would I give? Um, I think... Professionally, I would say, like, and personally as well, like, it. I want to stress the importance of, like, being yourself, 
especially when you're on the internet, it can be so easy to compare yourself to other people or put on a front. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just think the more that you're yourself, the more that you're going to succeed because people are going to relate to that and they're going to want to see you, you know, do big things and they're going to encourage that. And, and I just think that that's really important because social media is so toxic. I know. We we even talked about it before, like, toxicity in specifically the IWC, y'all know who you are, it's, it's terrible. Sometimes I don't even, like, want to go on my phone, and, and that's how I talk to, like, the majority of my friends is on Twitter and through, like, group chats, so the fact that I even have to, like, go on and then I end up scrolling and I'm like, <sighs> like, mistakes. Mistakes are always made because people are just rude and yeah you want to be yourself and then you have people who are just like nope you're not allowed to be yourself you have to be fake you have to be this you have to be what I expect you to be in my mind yeah and you know I know a lot of people that put on these fronts and they have like temporary success that way but you know the fall is real like I feel I'm a big believer in like karma and all that kind of stuff and that all catches up so I'm gonna be myself I'm gonna be authentic (laughs) um because I don't want that coming back to me (laughs) no I I am also a big believer in karma I understand it's like it's what you give in the world you get out of the world kind of thing so if you're being yourself and you're being genuine hopefully there are people who are doing the same to you and just like don't be don't be fake to other people that's another thing like going along with that is if you like don't don't use people yeah especially if they have like a little bit of notoriety and fame don't use them especially for bad things if you if you occasionally just like hey i know this person in like just a casual conversation i'll be like that's awesome how'd you guys like how did that happen and i'll ask you questions about it but if you're gonna use it in like a negative connotation or to try and make yourself sound better go fuck yourself yep i 100 percent agree um and like i'm a person like i if i can help you like i will like i love doing stuff for other people and i will help out as much as i can but I'm, I'm also a people pleaser in that way and i think that sometimes like it's so easy to get taken advantage of and you really have to be careful um, especially in a space like this. <laughs> yeah, and being a woman in this space definitely doesn't help. It's it's horrible. The stuff that we have to deal with on a daily basis is insane. We could literally just tweet, like, I want a sandwich, or, like, I'm hungry, and people would be at our throats. Like, you don't deserve to eat. <laughs> you don't like, deserve to breathe air. <laughs> it's like the government's already trying to take away my rights. I don't need someone else on the internet telling me to take away my rights too. Period. Oh my gosh. Like I just got into an argument the other week about um because a girl posted like a picture and then someone like zoomed in on like a stretch mark or something. And I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, so it pissed me off, and I, I'm usually very quiet about kind of stuff, and I just let it go, and it doesn't involve me, but I was like, you know what, mm, fuck it, I'm in a mood today, I'm gonna go after him, and I responded, I was like, we use filters, it's in quotes for people listening, and use makeup and everything, because if we're ourselves, men are like, ew, gross, you have to look like this, and we're not Barbie dolls, we're not all plastic and shiny and quote-unquote perfect, like, we have scars and stretch marks and everything else. So the fact that I was arguing with boys, they're not even men, they're boys. The fact that I had to spend part of my time while I was at work, but, like, I don't like my job anyways. So while I'm just at work tweeting back at these boys, I'm like, this is exhausting. You guys are terrible. It really is. And that's so funny to me because, like, the way that beauty standards have changed over the last, like, couple hundred years is crazy like you know men back then like way back then you know they championed women that had you know flaws and like over time society obviously favors men and so many of the things that women have or like have to deal with were created by men 
and you know it's like a control thing and i hate that i do too it's it's disgusting it is I, uh, we could just have a whole podcast on that Oh, honestly, maybe we should. Shit, at this point, we might have to. <laughs> we can pitch it later. <laughs> we'll pitch it. Some somebody's listening. Somebody will have it. If not, we do it ourselves. Girl boss energy only on here for today, and then I yeah. have to deal with men the rest of my time. But for this show, girl boss energy, hundred <laughs> percent. So, this is another one that I like hearing the answer to. If you had to write an autobiography to your life to this day, what would be the title and why are you choosing that title? So, the funny thing is, <laughs> over the past, like, couple of years, I've been like, you know, I should really write a book about my life because it's crazy. And whenever I tell people stories, they're like, you have such an insane life. <laughs> so... It would have to be, like, something with, like, horrors or something. Like, Jesus. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> and not even, like, horrors in a bad way. But, like, I don't know. I've had some crazy experiences. I'm gonna go with Haley's Horrors. Haley's Horrors? Not to be mistaken with horrors. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let's specify a horrors. Horrors. <laughs> not horrors. horrors. Darn my accent. It's a little, a little Midwest. <laughs> Now listen, I some I deal with a lot of people from Chicago, so I feel like I tend to like oh. talk like I get somewhat a Chicago accent sometimes when I talk. And if I talk to them too long, I'm like I don't even know what my accent is. I don't even know what I sound like anymore. So I have so many friends that live in Jersey, and I was just um, in there in June for uh, GCW, and whenever they talk to me, if I talk to them for too long, I start to slip into the accent. And so, like, now, just in normal conversation, like, it'll just come out when I'm mad, or it's, I'm like, why do I have a Jersey accent? So, like, I'm not from here. <laughs> Is this what I've adopted? Is this my persona now? <laughs> you just become one with New Jersey. You're a Jersey girl now. Honestly, put me on Jersey Shore. That's my goal in life. Guilty pleasure show right there. But I've realized it's the kind of the same thing. If I'm around people too long, or if I talk to them for a long period of time, I've I've done that a lot just in my life, too, that I think about it. I constantly am slipping into accents or talking in a different way that isn't my own voice. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, where is this coming from? Like, I'm enunciating A's differently for some things, and... I'm from Pittsburgh. Like, I don't know where I'm getting this accent from half the time. I know some Pittsburgh people got that Yinzer accent. It's real intense. I don't think I have that. But I also don't think I have any other accent. I have multiple. I'm just a melting pot in my own brain at this point. I, I love the melting pot analogy. But, like, same. I, when I was, like, a young teen and, like, One Direction was just starting up, I used to watch so many One Direction videos. I wanted to move to England so bad. I was like, when, when I graduate high school, like, I'm going to go overseas. To, like, <laughs> I'm going to go to college there, and, like, Harry Styles is going to fall in love with me. Yeah. So I was just, like, adopting a British accent for the longest time, and I forgot that I was American, I think. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, I was living with, like, British stereotypes, and, like, that's offensive, I'm sorry, but I was, like, 12, so. You said, you know what, I'm gonna get this accent, I'm gonna become a Brit, a Harry Styles is gonna <laughs> love me. I and... really thought it was gonna work. But you were, like, 12, so that's fair. Okay. You know, look at me now. <laughs> exactly. Look at you now. No, no British accent. The occasional Jersey, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> Entirely Midwest. <laughs> like where, like, if you don't mind me asking, like where in the Midwest are you? I I'm from Ohio. Okay, so you're not far from me. <laughs> no, I live in I live close to Cleveland. Oh, that's like two hours from me. Yep. I pass through there often on my trips to Jersey. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> 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 
I actually have a lot of family in Ohio, so, like, I, I, I can't even really, like, hear an Ohio accent out of you, actually, now that I think about it. Really? Yeah. Well, what part of Ohio are they from? I have a lot of family, like, from and around Cleveland. Oh. I was gonna say, because if it's, like, lower Ohio, like, there's, like, a little, like, you know, you oh. can tell. But... Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. I also like that about different, like, you can have a Pittsburgh accent or a Philly accent. We're on different ends of the state. Ohio, you can have 18 different accents, depending on where you're from. Like, Chicago, Jersey. Accents are cool. Yeah, and you know, people, like, I've been to Florida and stuff, I have family there, and people are always like, you have an accent. But I don't think I do. Like, I think I sound normal. <laughs> See, I heard, I heard the Ohio when you said accent. But, like, it's the A's, yep. <laughs> like, talk. Yeah. It's, ac- it's accent, yeah. Bag. Yep. <laughs> I, I love it, though. Like, I love that <laughs> no one sounds the same. If everyone sounded the same, shit would be boring. So boring. Like, nobody wants to talk like this all the time. No, no, no. Inflection, like, inflection in your voice, accents. It's my favorite shit. It makes the song unique. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, this, uh, like I was telling you, this episode's gonna drop in, like, three weeks from us recording. So, for the next, like, month or so, um, what is what is gonna be happening in uh, your life, whether, you it doesn't have to be personal, you can just tell me, like, all your professional stuff yeah. that's gonna happen. You said you're going to All Out, but, like, what else are you doing? Well, Kylie and I are starting romanticized wrestling up it's our new passion project to kind of spotlight the stories in wrestling because we have felt that we've kind of like it's kind of been lost to um, the athleticism in wrestling which is great but like i like the stories Mm -hmm. so um, we're going to kind of dive deep into those. We have a bunch of shows that we are starting there. I don't know that I can tease anything right now, but we're also starting a uh, trio series on Tag Talk. Um, we're going to do like trios title predictions uh, and hopefully some other fun things. Uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of what we have planned for right now. Okay. Or I have planned for. No, like, and I love the whole idea of romanticized wrestling. Uh, A, the name, iconic. Uh, The logo, beautiful. I've actually had that, I have that on screen as, like, your little logo thing. Because I was like, using your face would be awesome, but I usually just do, like, if people have, like, the logo of their shows or anything. So I was like, that one's adorable. So I have to have that one on. I spent so much time on that. (laughs) Okay, so you're the one who designed it. Yeah. That's... Did you, like, draw it by hand or, like, all online? Um, I do, like, digital art, yeah. Uh, Thank you. I can't art for shit, so that (laughs) is beautiful. I love that. And the fact that you're bringing more uh, spotlight to stories. Storytelling in wrestling is one of the coolest things. Yeah, athleticism is awesome. Like, I love people who can... You're doing a 450? Hell yeah. Backflips? I wish I could. I love flippy shit. Like, I love, like, I love tag team wrestling. I love, like, lucha stuff. I just, I love it all. But, you know, the stories to me are more important. Do you have, like, a favorite storyline you remember from, like, growing up? <laughs> um. <laughs> I feel like I can't remember anything before, like, Maybe like 2013. I don't know why. That's fine. Thing that sticks out to me, because <laughs> I was I came back for like the Divas era. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it was a storyline on Total Divas, <laughs> where like Nat Natalia and um, Summer were just like at each other's throats all the time on the show, and then it transferred over to TV, and it was crazy. And then there was like a dominatrix storyline. Yep. Get like you, you remember that? Oh, <laughs> I I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. Total Divas was one of the best shows ever. 
And people talk so much crap about it, but listen, they introduced so many young girls and women to wrestling, and it was good. I don't care. (laughs) If you guys can watch Ms. and Mrs., you can watch Total Divas. I only watch Ms. and Mrs. for Maurice. Let's be real here. So true. Maurice is... Like, Maurice, Marjo's funny, and the girls, because they're adorable. Mike's just there. Total Divas was an inspiration. Bianca Belair has said Total Divas and Total Bellas is kind of the reason she started wrestling. And look at her. She's an icon. <laughs> she is the EST. Yes. I love Bianca so much. Me too. She's... I want to meet her just because she seems like just this pure est. Like, <laughs> she just looks... She seems like a bubbly, fun person to hang out with. She's, she's on my goals list to like interview or just like work with someday like I just I love her so much oh yeah do you have like any um so besides Bianca like anyone you want to interview or have on a show interact with oh yeah um <laughs> my d- dream is the Bucks but they don't do interviews mm-hmm. they did like their press tour for their book and I came like right after that so I didn't get that but if they ever release another book someday I'm Bucks, listen. <laughs> Matt, Nick, are you listening? <laughs> um, who else? Trish and Lita are up there for me too. I would love to like do something on Tag Talk with them, like a special. Um, I don't know if that's possible, but if I could get either one of them, I would. I could retire. <laughs> I could literally leave wrestling media forever. <laughs> you said I'm cemented. I'm done. <laughs> Now you'll actually hang up the boots this time. I, I really would. Like, if that ever happened, I would. That would be incredible. I would I would binge the shit out of that. I would watch it so many times. <laughs> Thank you. I hope. Honestly, I'm gonna manifest that. I feel like it's possible. I think that's very possible. Manifest it. Say it again with your chest. Say it. It's gonna <laughs> happen. <laughs> I'm gonna write it down in my notebook. <laughs> that's another thing, too. Like, that's another way to manifest it. You don't have to just speak in existence, writing it down. Some people get, like, quotes and shit, like, tattooed. I get it. You gotta manifest it. <laughs> it's gonna happen for you, Haley. You're gonna get it Trish will. and Lita on Tag Talk. Yep, it will. I'm gonna say it. It will happen. You're not gonna get one or the other. No, no, no. You are gonna get both. Hopefully. If it happens... I'm gonna take a little bit of credit that because I, I will credit you. I will, I, will, I will cut this and be like, "This is the reason why." <laughs> I like that you finished my sentence for me, basically. Thank you. Finished other sentences. Besties, like we said. Come on now. Team bestie. Team bestie. Oh my god, crazy. <laughs> so, I've been asking you questions somehow throughout this just conversations we've been having do you have any questions for me uh you can ask me anything podcast related personal like i'm also like you i am an open book so anything you want to ask me i'm down to answer how did you get started in this so i love when people ask me those i you know the pandemic was a thing and you know i was i was really into uh, like, Lillian Garcia's podcast at the time, I listened to, like, a few of Jericho's, depending on, like, who the guest was, Stone Cold's, and I decided to make a specific Twitter for wrestling, because I didn't want to bother all my friends who don't watch wrestling and don't care. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna make this separate Twitter, which is the main Twitter I use now, basically, and I just randomly tweeted one day, uh, something like, what your girl gotta do to get on a wrestling podcast. I just said on. I meant, like, a one-off, just to talk about wrestling with people. It'd be great. Yeah, uh, that turned into, uh, Steven from Wrestling News World told me to, like, hit him up. I was like, okay, dude telling me to hit him up in DMs. Suspicious. But I'll do it. I want to talk to I was like, you know what? He seems kind of trustworthy. Sure. Thankfully, he was. Because he got me in touch, um, with Kyle from Smacked Raw, and Kyle was looking for an AEW Dynamite host. And I was very much, like, at that time I was watching Dynamite Live and then NXT after when they were on on the same days. 
because I love, like I said, I love me some both. I've been AEW multiple times. It's it's a great time. So I had like a interview thing with him on Zoom, and at this point, I've never really like interviewed with people who I didn't know on a camera. I never talked in public really. I had to take a public speaking class, but that was really it. I had no podcasting experience at all. And he asked me if I wanted it on, like, a Friday. I said, sure, I'm in. Come Monday, I'm a guest on their Monday Night Raw recaps because they used to do, week like, recaps after every show. So I was a guest, I guess, or it was them introducing me to the rest of their, like, show and their audience that I was a part of the show now. So it was that. Uh, I had a lot of fucking internet issues and I didn't have like this the PC I'm using now and a bunch of stuff so there's a lot of issues but it was I did that for a year at some points I was doing like every show I did six shows in a week one time before I got my wisdom teeth taken out yeah trooper I know I I worked too hard as my friends tell me now they're like you you didn't have to carry the show on your back. I was like, I know, but like, I kind of felt like I had to, and I, I had to show myself. I, was, I feel like that all the time. Especially being, like, the only girl on the show, and I was, like, the newest person. I was like, I have to fucking prove myself to these dudes. And that sucks that we feel like we have to do that. Like, we shouldn't. Like, our resumes and just our love of wrestling, like, should speak for itself. Like, we shouldn't have to prove ourselves and our worth, you know? They don't have to, so why should we? I agree 100%. Because it, it, it's true. Like, we shouldn't have to prove ourselves, and yet we constantly have to. And so I did a year of that, and I was just like, you know what? I kind of want to venture off on my own. So after I hit a year, I did hit my year mark there. And then I, I told Kyle ahead of time, I was like, you know what? End of August, peace and out. And he, there was a lot of talks of me joining other podcasts as a part of their show. And we all kind of, like, teased it. We were like, oh, maybe she'll join this podcast or this podcast. I didn't join either. I'm recurring slash unofficial official co-host for both of those shows now. But it, I decided, you know what? I'm going to make She Eat Showcase its own thing, its own entity. I brought on my co-host, who I met through Instagram, through our love of the Bucks, actually. Uh, and we created this... Empire, I'm calling it now. I love it. There's not a lot of, like, female-led shows with, like, more than one person. Mm -hmm. And, like, Kylie and I talk about this all the time. Like, there just, there's not many, and that it's so weird that there isn't, but, you know, we have to support each other. Honestly, we do, because there's not a lot of us, and the, the ones that there are, like, off the top of my head, I know, like, you guys, those wrestling girls, down for the count. Those are, like, the ones I know off the top of my head that are all females and multiple females. But again, I can only think of two off the top of my head. What does that say? Exactly. Which... And, you know, it comes down to, like... I don't know if it's that, like we feel, like, timid or, like, we just, we're, like, scared to do it because of, like, you know, reaction from men. But I feel like these companies and, like, other places, like, just need to afford women these opportunities and just, just let them do one show and just see how it goes. Like, I promise you that your shows are going to be better with women on them. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you. They just are. I and I agree 100% like the whole timid shy thing I was not this outspoken two years ago uh uh when I was on Smack Raw it took me almost that whole year to find my voice and here we are now where I do multiple shows multiple times a week for multiple different podcasts but it's cause it's fun and it's, it's so fun I, this is like my only bit of serotonin in life is podcasting. <laughs> so any chance I get to be on a podcast, I'm fucking taking it. Exactly. Look, Kylie and I, so we film on Saturdays for Tag Talk, 
so we kind of like spend the whole week like watching wrestling and whatever and I just like sometimes I'm just so depressed and I'm like I'm looking forward to Saturday when we film because usually afterward we spend like we don't text each other every day or call each other <laughs> we spend like an hour this week it was two hours because we were <laughs> we were um predicting the AEW's trios tournament together mm-hmm. um but we just spend so much time afterwards just talking yeah just shooting shit and why not like it, especially if it's like talking to somebody you've grown close to like you and kylie it, just being able to just talk to somebody for a little bit even after you do a show and you're still on that high of like hell yeah the episode was great i, I love what we did it, that's the best part about it i never just like end a show and then just end the call i never do that i don't either i love like sitting and just talking it's just it's, it's what we did in the beginning before i started <laughs> recording I, like i like talking before a show i like talking after a show i even have a lot of the times depending on if i'm not doing something after or have something planned uh i always keep the stream up after savannah and i do she lead on thursdays because we're just interacting with the chat and or just talking to ourselves and people can kind of listen slash watch because why not yeah this is that's why i do this shit so people can peek behind the curtain a little bit exactly i feel like maybe that's like something maybe maybe this is an idea (laughs) maybe we should (laughs) listen (laughs) i don't know you know thinking of this was because I wanted to do something with interviews, but I didn't want to be, like, every other interviewer and just go straight for wrestlers. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone, everyone, I would love to interview wrestlers one day. Like, that's the dream. That's the goal. Would I faint? Possibly, depending on the person. But I've also, I feel like I got a good track record with meeting people in person, like, through, like, meet and greet stuff, and I've kept my cool. So I feel like I'd be alright. But starting with podcasters and like I started with like the core like group I had and like and I've been friends with for like over a year now at this point to get comfortable and now I can do this with people I've only interacted with on Twitter and we have this good connection specifically me and you like that's why I do this me too and I feel like that's a thing like everybody starts a podcast because they want to be successful or they want to interview celebrities or wrestlers or whatever it is but everybody's doing that mm-hmm. and you know like you said it, w- it would be great um, but it's not like the end all be all you know mm-hmm. yeah like it's it's a goal eventually to at least get a wrestler but it's not like I, I need to do it right now because I got other I got other people I gotta talk to and you know what? I have complete faith in you that you are going to achieve that dream. Thank so. you. Man. These compliments. God. Shooting them back and forth at each other. <laughs> That's what women do. We compliment each other. It's what we do best. Yes. Uh, did you have any other questions for me? Anything else you wanted to know? I feel like... <laughs> we've just been talking this whole time like i'm just learning so much about you and and it's like hard for me to like come up with questions off the top of my head yeah that's that's fair i usually because i think it's only fair that i ask people a bunch of questions and so it's only fair that they could ask me whatever the hell they want that's a good idea though thank you thank you like i've done so i have my own episode of inside the mind of it is a shit show. Um, we decided that um, our like the core group of friends I have that I talked about, they would write down questions. I wouldn't get to see them, so I knew nothing beforehand. And I had my friend Matt, who's of see, and I he gets mentioned on every Inside the Mind of, and I kept the trope alive. You're welcome, Matt. Um, from Smackin' It Raw, not to be confused with Smack Raw, different shows, similar names. It's it's a terrible time but I had him ask me the questions and I had to guess who asked the questions if I got it wrong I had to take a shot I got none right oh you were 
<laughs> oh no uh, yeah I got none right uh, that was a terrible episode for me I threw up that night because it was shots of what? it was Pink Whitney <gasps> and like I oh please you know what please <laughs> I'm not a, not a big drinker at all but when I was in Jersey for uh, GCW uh, TOS weekend you know, my friends, they got a suite, and they had, like, a sweet party, and there was Pink Whitney there. I had never drinking it in my life, but my friend Joe was, like, drunk, and I was basically babysitting him, but he was like, listen, like, take a shot with me, like, take a shot with me, and I'm like, no, no, I don't want to, but then he roped me into taking a shot of Pink Whitney with him, and I was like, okay, one, completely fine. I went back for a second, and then a third, and he was like, I'm not doing it anymore. And I was like, look, I got three in. Five minutes after my third shot, I was on the ground crying. <laughs> and I don't even know why. Like, I wasn't sad. The tears were just coming. <laughs> like, it was so bad. And people were coming up to me. They're like, are you okay? Like, it's going to be okay. Like, comforting me. And I'm just, like, sobbing on the ground. <laughs> so embarrassing <laughs> and I had to be carried out oh and I got God. dropped on the floor it was it was, it was a lot <laughs> well, first of all rude that somebody dropped you but no Pink Whitney's terrible it was all I had left and I didn't feel like going to the liquor store because it was like winter and it was cold outside and I was like I'm not going anywhere so it's all I had left Uh I can like feel it in my chest it was a terrible like I don't like it Somebody, I think I bought it because I was like, oh, I saw it on TikTok. I think it's going to be good. Fucking stupid. It's terrible. It's so gross. And, like, I like vodka and everything. Uh, I'm a Svedka kind of girl. But it was the nastiest, worst time of my life. I even told all of them, again, I was like, I would prefer a redo of my episode but instead of just taking shots if I get them wrong, can I just, like, casually drink throughout the episode? And they're like, but you being not sober is the fun part. And I'm like, God, but guys, I can't again. I can't. I, I feel that with my entire chest. And, like, the next day I mixed it with, like, raspberry lemonade, and it, honestly it wasn't that bad. So if I ever had to drink it again, that's what I would do. <laughs> it has no to be mixed. Food. If it's it if it's straight, it's the devil. It, yes. <laughs> if the devil was a woman, it would be Pink Whitney. <laughs> facts, nothing but facts. That is the truest thing I've ever heard. It, it yeah. So, ugh, ew. I hate it. Now I can feel it right I now. I literally feel it right here. I'm like, oh god. Oh, it's a terrible time. I love uh, that we can just bond about our traumatic experience. <laughs> oh man, I I have done so many podcasts drunk. Uh, I just did Young Kings Wrestling on Saturday. We did it after SummerSlam. I had two glasses of wine. Tell me why I can barely remember the shit we fucking talked about. Girl. <laughs> like, Listen, wine drunk is a whole different beast. It is. <laughs> and it was just like classic barefoot Moscato. It's like my favorite wine. My friend got it. Higley. <laughs> Baby girl, what is this? Like, <laughs> I said a whole bottle of I have like, I think a glass left. My friend got me like one of the bigger, like the biggest bottle for my birthday. And so I had it in my fridge. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna drink it for SummerSlam because why the fuck not? So I had a glass during SummerSlam, and then I, like, poured my second glass, and then I came over here and sat down and got ready to do a podcast. Finished that during the podcast. I just remember ranting about Ronda Rousey. That's all I really remember. <laughs> Honestly. I love that so much. And I don't even remember if that was on the show or after we were talking. I don't remember. I felt that. Like I said, wine drunk, different animal. It is. <laughs> There's a reason I shouldn't I shouldn't be allowed to podcast wine drunk. Drunk drunk? I don't care. Wine drunk? I know what we're never doing together. <laughs> we're not allowed. <laughs> if we drink, keep us away from all technology. No Pink Whitney, no Barefoot Moscato, no vodka, no nothing. <laughs> no. We just have to drink water. Yes. 
like when you're a kid and you use like apple juice or like grape juice and you're like oh like i'm drinking wine like i'm so good like us with water pretending it's vodka <laughs> as i choke on my water <laughs> no definitely would be me and you everyone's gonna be like are you guys drinking yeah a little sip of water oh me it burns <laughs> it hurts so bad oh god <laughs> Oh my god. Oh man. So funny. Uh this has been such an episode. I am so You know what? Then I think I did my job. You so did. <laughs> uh thank you again, Haley, for coming on and doing this with me. This was so much fun. You have to Thanks tell so the people where they can find you, everything like that, what you're doing. Yes, I am notoriously horrible at plugs, but you can find me on Twitter at Haley Ann, H-A-L-E-Y-A-N-N-E underscore. <laughs> um, I am a writer and editor at Nerds and Beyond, so I do some wrestling stuff over there, um, but it's mostly like nerdy pop culture stuff because like I said, I do entertainment journalism as a day job. Um, I'm on Tag Talk with Kylie. Uh, new episodes air every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Fightful Overbook channel. Definitely go check it out. There's tons of great content over there with so many amazing creators. Um, and you can follow Romanticized Wrestling on Twitter at Romantic Wrestle. Um, we have so many announcements planned, so definitely stay tuned for that. And if you're not following Haley, you need to right now. No, 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 no. They need to. Whether it's her talking about trios titles in Kenny Omega or her posting bomb ass fire photos under the fine women watch wrestling hashtag you all need to go support our girl you're welcome I love that we just hyped each other up this whole time like I'm I, I'm in such a better mood now you know what I'm glad and it's still early in the day as we record this uh Ross tonight. Hopefully, again, hopefully things are better. I think I may actually watch this week, which I never do. I think you might have to specifically for Bailey, Dakota, and Io. Yep, that's a hundred percent why I'm watching. Shout I out know. to Triple H. <laughs> Big shout out to Papa H. Big shout out. Love you, Paul. <laughs> Material girl. <laughs> And you know you can follow me on Twitter at KatieRasslin13. The link to my bad to gal thing, She Elite Showcase, twitch.tv slash She Elite Showcase, Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern, if you want to come by on the live stream. YouTube.com slash, slash She Elite Showcase. There's a lot of S's involved in that sentence. But I got my custom URL that I was begging people for. And that's all I really wanted. So go watch the videos, because they're way more entertaining. Like this video. It's so much fun. You get to see what we're laughing about and all of the movements I make, and it's great. <laughs> uh, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you like to listen. Huge shout out to uh, Heel Tactics, Justin. He created the music that you hear in Inside the Mind of, Sheila Showcase, In the Crowd, which is to be determined on what I do with that show, and my co host show, New Japan Takeover. Uh, again, Haley, thank you so, so much for coming on. This was fun. We will have to do something again soon. Oh, yes. 100% we are. I'm literally going to text Kylie after this and be like, listen. <laughs> How, hype it up. Be like, you're going to have a blast. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> like, yes. I'm going to put you over, I promise. Alright. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> uh, and thank you, everyone watching and listening. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, until next time. Bye-bye.